everyone and welcome to the So What About Faith podcast. My name is Moyo and in this space I discuss my experience navigating faith as a Gen Z believer. From the mistakes I've made to the lessons I've learned, all in a bit to awaken, exhort, encourage and comfort you. Hey guys, welcome back to the So What About Faith podcast with me, your faith. You guys, you guys, you guys, wow, wow, you guys, wait, me, we're actually in me, like, how many of us feel like we just blinked and we're literally five months into the year, absolutely crazy, um, thank you to everyone who listened, um, to my previous, in fact, everyone who has listened up until this point, I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to my 10th episode, but at this point, if you've listened from the first episode to till now even if you just listen for 15 minutes in every episode or even five seconds just play the intro and dipped you're still special so thank you thank you thank you so much guys for all the love um and just for everything to be honest um like i always say we're all on this journey together and um i pray that none of us feel like you know, we're doing this alone. None of us feel like we're failing. None of us feel like, you know, we are, what I say, at the bottom, bottom of the food chain when it comes to God. We're all, you know, learning together, growing together. We're all committed to running this race till the end of the help of the Holy Spirit. So I really hope that everyone, you know, is, is doing okay. And like I always say, if you're not, you know, sort of say, just DMs so that, you know, I keep you my prayers. Um and yeah, um today's episode is what I say the beginning of what what could we, we could call um an interesting um series whereas interesting couple of episodes on tours about faith um like I said in episode ten we are moving moving we're going upwards right so moving past all of the basics um, and fundamental levels of the faith. And we're going to be speaking about, you know, so one, you know, meatier topics um, as time goes on. And this is the first of, you know, many of the episodes of that nature. Um, and so before I just start this episode, I'm just going to, um, you know, share the scripture that God laid on my heart when he put this episode in my mind. Um, and it's Ephesians 5. 511 it says take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness instead expose them take no part in the worthless deeds of darkness instead expose them the passion translation says actually you know the message says don't waste your time on useless work the barren pursuits of darkness mere busy work expose these things for the sham they are and so that is pretty much, you know, um, what um, the mandates God gave me this episode. And um, I just want to start by saying that this episode is in no way, shape or form targeted at condemning anyone. Um, I don't think that God's nature is condemnation, but what God's nature is, is light. Um, and when light shines right, we know that darkness dispenses. So as we, as I, you know, as we talk 
um about this topic what i really and truly pray for is that the light of god will flood the heart of everyone that is listening and so father god i thank you because you are so faithful you are so kind i thank you that um you constantly make efforts to call out to us to come out of darkness into light i thank you because you are light i thank you because your nature is light i thank you because by extension our nature is light and you have empowered us to overcome evil in our world by making us um more powerful than it and so lord i just um pray that as we speak today um that the same way you have delivered us is the way same way that you deliver many people that listen to this episode um i pray that anyone who hears this episode lord almighty that there will be a shift in their minds there would be a breaking of strongholds in the mind and um, i pray that anyone whose mind has been bound um that they will receive light um, and freedom in the name of jesus um i come against any rebellious thought that wants to keep anyone in a cycle any rebellious thoughts that wants to oppose the knowledge of god um, and i just declare and i insist i insist that those thoughts will bow down to the obedience of christ the anointed one um may we not speak on our own strength on our own accord but i pray that you speak through us today um thank you jesus for the deliverance that come and for the freedom and healing in Jesus' mighty name, amen, 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 amen. Awesome. So, um, today we're going to be speaking about something that is very, very, um, <laughs> I was just to say special, <laughs> I don't know, but rampant, um, in this generation, um, as a title. You know, she was going to be speaking about, well, some people might actually not know, um, so they may not even assume, but Aries is a star sign, and one of the star signs in astrology, so we're going to be speaking about the A word, <laughs> astrology, today, and um, I have one of my friends with me who is just a superstar to be fair like i i don't even i <laughs> i wanted to you know how for every episode i did this intro but audrey is just i don't even know to be honest like i want her to do the honors of introducing herself because i feel like i might not do justice so audrey i want to welcome you to the sort of Faith podcast and i want to ask that can you please please introduce yourself because i mean <laughs> i mean I don't know what's wrong with me, honestly, when it comes to you. <laughs> oh my goodness, Moyo, please. Um, my name is Audrey. Um, I'm so honored to be here, actually, and to just talk to you guys about this um, topic, which I know quite a bit about. So anyway, my name is Audrey. Um, I'm currently 22 years old. I'll be 23 um, in a couple of days, which is crazy. Come on. Welcome again. I know. <laughs> so, okay. I first gave my life to Jesus in my first year of university, um, which was something that was very unexpected. I was not expecting to give my life to Christ um, in first year of uni. 
I was expecting to party and to have lots of worldly fun and to go out and to drink and to do all of that stuff. But God had other plans. Um, and since then, I've just been growing my relationship with God. Um, I really love to share the gospel in a way that's relatable to people through social media, through TikTok, through my writing. Um, any opportunity to share the gospel is something that I really, really appreciate and enjoy. And for that reason, I'm so excited to be here on my friend Moyo's podcast to talk to you guys about this topic. Awesome. Awesome. And we're so happy to have you like Onjini just humbly, you know, introduced just a little light. I love how she just introduced herself without giving too much because she's like, don't worry. As we get into the episode, you will know more about me. Oh, um, is amazing. Oji is a leader. Um, she's a lawyer. She is um sister. She's friend. She's just excellent, to be honest. And that's just her. Um, very bold and would I say powerful. That's one of the words that I think of when I think about her. Um, and so today's episode, you know, was a no-brainer. Literally having her on, because as she said, there was a testimony, or rather, God, you know just was like you know the, you know that um sound is the enemy thought he had me but jesus said you are mine literally like it's you know literally Nasty. matched like you know that word i don't really like what like i don't really like using it because i'm just like i mean it's a bit violent but you know the love of god it chases us as like it chases us down that's literally audrey's testimony so um it's it's very i'm just i'm so happy having you on here audrey and for those who actually don't know because i i mean your friends i know quite a bit about you but like for people who don't really know much um you recently moved to the u.s um and it's been a huge what is it, transition, right, from from the UK where you were where you were living previously. I can imagine. And so yes, we thank God um for just um how faithful he's been through your move. Um because I know a bit about it, but do you mind sharing just a bit like how it's been for you um, you know, since growth? Yes, absolutely. Uh Oh my goodness, it's been a change. I mean, I feel like I not only moved to a different country, but God has put me in a different and new season. And I mean, I went from, you know, when I was in the UK, I was in uni and I was doing my law degree. And I went from having, you know, a ton of friends, a ton of sort of excitement, a ton of you know, things to do even ministry-wise to kind of moving here and things have just been so quiet. Um, and not a lot has been happening in terms of um, like physical things. Um, not a lot has been going on, not a lot of movement physically, but spiritually, God has been working overtime on my character, on my heart teaching me so much um in this season that i call my sort of wilderness or waiting season although i have a sneaking suspicion that i am just about to enter into another season however um god's been teaching me a lot um so it's been really wonderful to 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 know god in sort of the plenty and to also know god in the not so plenty to know god in sort of a place of of having a lot and of being surrounded by a lot of things, but also knowing God 
in a place of not really having that much materialistically and just clinging on to who he is um, and, and getting to understand his character and his love. And um, it's been a very trying, but I think a beautiful season. Um, and I'm so grateful to him. Oh, I absolutely love love that. The parts you said, it's been you know, beautiful you know, knowing God in the plenty and now in the not so plenty, it's like you are experiencing every side of God, right? And that is where where true faith actually would I say exists, where you can still see God even in the not so plenty, right? Because I heard someone say this like if the only experience you have of God is in the quote unquote like great times, then you know, how do we test whether your faith is genuine, right? How do you know whether what you believe, you know, holds any power? Not to say that good times aren't great, like good times are amazing, um, but it's in the trials, right? It's in seasons like this that we get to experience God in a new way. Um, And so I'm just happy that you were able to get to a point where even in the waiting, you were, you realize that, you know, God is still for you. Um, You know, I know that, like I, she just said like it's so easy saying these things but Audrey has actually been taking us on a journey you know this season um if you um check her TikTok and her um YouTube she has videos talking about this which all of this would be linked in the description box of this episode um but I think (laughs) a great place to start would be um from the very beginning right I think this type of topic it's nice to go back to the beginning and kind of like trace it from the roots right up until what i say the fruits and <laughs> the roots and the fruit anyway okay so um let's talk about um being born into a christian home right and because i know that your parents are christian i am fully aware that you were born into a christian home and you know people automatically or rather believe that if you're born into a christian home right it's a no-brainer that you won't be doing certain things or it's almost like this automatic cover you know from and when you experience certain things but can you share with us how you got into astrology despite coming from quote-unquote a christian you know background i want people to know that it's 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 not being coming from a christian family yes it has its benefits but it doesn't necessarily stop certain things from happening do you understand like yeah so yeah just take it to me yeah no honestly um so yeah I was born in a Christian family as my parents were Christian but I mean being born into a Christian family does not mean that you are um (laughs) I mean um I mean nobody nobody on the face of this planet is born a Christian that's why Jesus said you must be born again. After your first birth, you must be born again. Um, despite being born into a Christian home, you, you cannot be born a Christian. You can have the covering of Christian parents. And I mean, for me personally, um, I'd go to church every Sunday with my parents and I'd go to Bible study and I'd go to Bible. Um, yeah, I'd go to Bible study as a kid. And I actually, I enjoyed learning about, you know, god and bible study and and i really did enjoy it and it was fun to me and um i believed in god and i prayed to god um all throughout like sort of growing up i don't think i i was ever really an atheist um or went through a phase like that i i 
believed in God, but I just didn't really know him. Um, and I didn't know that I didn't know him. I didn't really know anything about Jesus or I didn't know very much about Jesus, surprisingly. Um, I'd heard about Jesus, but I didn't really understand the significance. Yeah, like, what's your brand? What's his brand? <laughs> yeah, like, I just hear about this guy that we're talking about Jesus. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, and so I was always a very curious person as well. Um and another thing I want to add in terms of being born into a Christian home is, and this is no slight to my parents because I absolutely adore them and they did their best. But, you know, I think simply taking your kids to church is not really discipling them in the things of God um, because we did go to church. But I don't think there was ever a time where we were really discipled in mm. the things of God or that our parents necessarily like sat us down and, you know, Apart from every once in a while where maybe, you know, I would read the Bible with my mom every now and then, but it wasn't at all a consistent or regular thing. So it was more so that my Christianity extended to yeah. just Yeah, and no church. space for questions as well. I was like, if you had read something, I'm like, mm, why did this happen? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was just uh, more so it was a churchgoer kind of thing. Um, now, how I got into New Age and astrology is it started when I was really young, <laughs> um, which is just a side note that whenever the enemy wants to get his grasp or his hold on you, he will start when you're a child, he will start when you're young and when you're ignorant. But essentially, um, I was always really curious about the things of the spirit. Um, I was always really curious about, um, you know, things like just magic and just understanding spiritual things um i also grew up in 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 africa for like half of my life and i mean africa is a very spiritual place you know we people worship all sorts of things there even under the guise of christianity people say that they're christian but then worship different things and so these things kind of interested me and so growing up i would um do some research into you know things of the spirit things like astrology you know magic i also would watch a lot of disney channel disney shows you know wizards of waverly plays kind of thing and it kind of fascinated me and so it's it's happened kind of gradually um so from growing up as a little kid to becoming a teenager when i really became deeply or more deeply into this stuff or into new age was when I um I turned about like 15 I would say or, or 16 and I began for some reason to take like to reading my horoscope very seriously um and so I'd, I'd read a horoscope every now and then I'd figure out like my birth chart and my star sign. Um, and these things interested me because it interested me to, I, I was always curious about like knowing about myself. I think I was really trying to search for who I was and myself through these things. So I was always like, my mind was always interested in, okay, who am I? And like, and so I, I these things provided some answers, you know, because when you claim to be, oh, I'm an Aries or I'm, oh, I'm a Gemini or oh, I'm a this, that gives you some form of identity. Um, so that's kind of what I, I think was seeking out and also just pure sort of curiosity. 
um, that was not being stewarded well. Now, at the same time as I was doing all of this, I was still praying. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, visiting any satanic temples. No, nothing that serious. I was still praying. I still believed in God. Um, and I didn't actually even know that what I was doing was wrong. Um, my dad had told me um, that, you know, reading horoscopes and so on was was ungodly, but he never really went into detail about why. So I kind of um, didn't really see anything wrong with doing that. Um, and I sort of mixed my uh, what I perceived to be my Christianity with, you know, that new age astrology. Um, and the thing about it is that God is so merciful that he would answer a lot of my prayers. And I, I knew I was in sin because a lot of the things I would do convicted me um, or, or I knew at least that they were wrong having had a Christian background. But as somebody who was really not a believer, but just knew about God, it wasn't really enough to get me to change. Um, and God was still merciful and gracious to me. And he'd answer, you know, some of my prayers. And I knew he was, you know, he existed, but I I kind of didn't want to fully give myself over mm. to him. I think I also, as I got older, I had an understanding that I couldn't keep sort of play, like riding the fence, but I was afraid of fully becoming like a Christian because the, the only example of like Christians I saw was that if you're a Christian, you're not going to have any fun. <laughs> your life anymore. is literally over. Um, <laughs> your life is over. Like it's going to be boring. What am I going to do? Just, you know, listen to sermons all day and just so not have any fun. Like, no, I have to literally and I was like I thought I'm young I want to maintain my youth and have fun when I'm young and then maybe when I'm older then yeah. I become a proper Christian so trust me <laughs> I understand like yes and I think a lot of yeah. people actually think that um either consciously or in the back of their mind but I still have time it's honestly a lie because you might not reach an old age you might not even reach 30 um you, nobody knows when they're going to pass away. Um, so to do that and to to prolong that in hopes that, okay, when I'm done having my fun, when I'm done in my sin, I'm going to then give my life to God is, is a gamble that the enemy wants you to take so that he can obviously snatch your soul. Um, so I guess I I began to have like these visitations um these spiritual encounters then towards when I was about this was when I was about 17 like I was I was on the cusp of sort of graduating okay. from high school and I was about to like go okay. to university so I began to have like these these what I would call demonic okay. spiritual encounters okay. not okay so what you're basically saying is like yeah a lot of people you know don't believe in supernatural right some people believe that like you know it's all in your head you know but what you're basically saying mm -hmm. about like you're about to tell us some of those like would i say spiritual things you encounter that made you know that okay this is beyond just reading my horoscope but it's getting deeper than i anticipated yeah. okay, so so presentations for example okay okay yeah so i i got so it, it went beyond when i like when I got to like 16, 17, 18, 19 sort of thing, I began to go much, much deeper and, and venture out into stuff like um, astral wow. projection, um, which is 
um, a practice that a lot of new age people do, which is demonic, I didn't know at the time, is we uh, they attempt to leave their own bodies um, and, and sort of uh, astral project into different places, if that makes sense. So I began to get curious about this sort of practice and I began to try to actually do this and to reach a place of, I guess, consciousness. Um, and it was after I began trying to do that consistently that I began to hear or experience these very strange encounters. Like I'd be asleep and then I'd hear voices, not voices in my head, but like voices outside of like people as though they were standing next to me um very malicious voices just like whispering very very quickly i'd have um what people call um, sleep paralysis which um quite honestly is is a demonic attack i know that there are lots of quote-unquote scientific explanations but during this these times of sleep paralysis i would hear these these voices and and as I would try to sort of get hold of my body I even hear them laugh at me and sort of you know make fun of me um and it was really really ominous and 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 at the same time as me experiencing these things I was also getting some dreams um so towards when I was about 18 years old I had gotten into this relationship with um a guy and I was really curious about like the state of our relationship and what was happening because he was really just like playing with me and stuff like that. And so I wanted answers. I think that was always my issue is that I was so curious and I always wanted answers. I wanted to know. And so I would visit also um, these fortune tellers, not fortune tellers, but tarot card readers um, so that they could read you know what was going on in this relationship so i watched a bunch of mediums like tarot card readers um so that i could seek um these answers and sort of seek to peek into this person's brain um and around that time i began to get dreams of sort of i I remember one dream in, in particular was um what I believe to kind of be about the end times. I, I remember these dreams being very, just affecting me really negatively, not negatively because they were positive in the, in the long run, but being really afraid. Um, one of them was that I remember, I had remembered um, that it was a beautiful day and that I'd gone into this building. And as I'd um, come out of this building and left the building, um, all of a sudden I was surrounded sort of by fire and everything around me you know was on fire and I just knew in the dream that this was sort of the return of Jesus coming back I don't know I just knew that like in that dream um I was not going to escape because I remember trying to run away um and trying to like seek shelter in the dream and kind of trying to cover myself from what was happening it was just chaos Mm -hmm. everywhere flames people trying to run and hide and I was one of them like trying to run and hide and I just remember in the dream like thinking I am not going to escape like there is nowhere to sort of hide from this and it was so vivid it was so real and I'd never actually like this was really before I even knew about what was in Revelation wow um so this happened but I I never really think of your you know what while you were practicing and you know things so literally you went to a medium to would I say Christine was I for those who were you know that you had this dream where yeah like hello sis. Wow. Like I 
Love and and I literally didn't really, I didn't wow. know Revelation that like I, yeah. I wasn't really that acquainted with yeah. what was said in the end times. But I just remember in the dream, like knowing that this is like Jesus is coming back or God is is coming back to to, and then I can't escape. And I woke up and I had two similar dreams sort of like in that same vein and i remember i was so scared but i was about 18 years old at this point i was so scared that i literally went into my parents room a grown 18 year old girl and i got into their bed and i said i've had this dream and i'm terrified and i wasn't used to telling my parents a lot of things so a lot of these things i was doing was sort of behind their back they didn't know any of this they weren't aware and i'm sure if they had been they would have um talked some sense into me um but I literally went into their bed and I was like, guys, I'm literally, I'm so afraid. I've had this dream. I explained the dream to them. And I remember my dad telling me, God must just want you to be in his kingdom. And he said it so simply. And I was like, every not I said I was born in hello. Like, like, did he not hear this, this crazy dream that I had? And he's like, oh, God must want you to be in his kingdom. And I was like, okay, all right. And so I, I I feel like God began tugging on my heart in that way. And it's like I, I had that inkling in the back of my mind. Like, okay, I think that God is trying to speak to me, that God actually does want me to be in his kingdom. I mean, it was so interesting because it was the kind of like I, the enemy was sort of trying to draw me near, but God was also oh. on the other side um, trying to draw me near. Um, then I went to uni and I kind of forgot or chose to forget about those encounters that I had. And, you know, the first year lifestyle, I began to, you know, party, to drink, all of those things go on. You know, I don't remember what they called them, but like when you're in first year and they have all these things um, that you go oh, to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Freshers Fair. I was deeply into Freshers Fair. I was, you know, quote unquote, living my best life. Um and at the same time, I was also still practicing new age, but I'd moved now to a mm-hmm. different level of it. And I was practicing law of attraction and manifestation. And again, mind you that for some reason, I don't know if I, I buried that voice in my head, but like I didn't, I didn't see anything yeah. wrong yeah. necessarily yeah. with it. Um and and so I began to follow these new age gurus on on YouTube that would tell me that, you know, if I want something that I just have to manifest it and attract it to me. And through the law of attraction, I could get whatever I wanted, whether that be people like relationships. So like actually manipulating somebody's will to be in a relationship with you um, or a, a physical material thing. And so they would teach me and other people how to like use these manifestation techniques, which involve like writing and saying certain things. One of the things that um, these gurus or law of attraction um, gurus will teach you is to to use also the, the phrase or at least what I was taught to use the phrase I am. So I am getting, say, a cup of, if you want a free cup of coffee, I am getting a free cup of coffee. Um, and the reason for that, and then afterwards to thank either the universe or if you are somebody that believes in God, you can thank God if you want to. So in that way, they were kind of trying to to make it seem like this is something for everybody. You know, you don't really need to choose between your, you know, Christianity and, um, you know, this thing. 
um, because there's nothing wrong with it. And so for me, as a lukewarm, I don't know, I don't even call myself a Christian, but like, I was like, yeah, I mean, what's wrong with this? Like, I'm just requesting what I want and then thanking God at the end of it, like, um, there should be absolutely nothing wrong with this. But another thing that would happen is that they, these gurus would twist a lot of the scripture. And the reason that sort of that phrase, I am, was to be used when requesting something or wanting something is because the the name of God in the Bible is Yahweh. Yes. I am that I am. So what they would say is that when you call, when you use that phrase, I am, you are attaining a God consciousness and you are on one wavelength with God. Mm -hmm. You're like a little God. And because you're like a little God, you can get whatever it is that you want. You can bend the laws of nature with your words, with your imagination to attain whatever it is that you want. Um, And so that's what it was building up to. And that's sort of what New Age is about, really. It's about... Um, and and, and all its different forms because new age is not just one central thing but it has so many different forms like you know some people don't dive as deep as I did they just kind of do astrology and their tarot cards and you know they may do their manifestation but what it is leading up to is to make yourself your own god and to reach this level of god consciousness is what they call it such that you can create your world in your own image and do whatever you want so no longer is god the creator and the almighty and the sovereign but you are the creator of your destiny you are the creator of that which you want and it's a lie and it's a lie that's so beautifully packaged and so positively packaged that you wouldn't even notice at first you know because these people will say you know be think positively manifest positivity you know stay happy um you know have these mantras that you tell yourself and as you um stay in this sort of positive frequency and this positive energy you'll attract all the things that you want in a way that's positive so it's what i can equate it to honestly is like the the lie that the enemy told adam and eve in the garden of eden which was that if you eat of this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, you will be like God, knowing good and evil. New Age just sort of promises you that if you attain a certain amount of knowledge, hidden knowledge, um, and this also applies to stuff like um, Egyptology and, and so on and so forth. If you attain this hidden mystery-like knowledge, you will achieve a state of God consciousness and you'll be like God, you'll be a little God, and you can create your world um, in your own image, essentially. Wow. Wow, Woodry. Thank you for this, this breakdown, because I think, wow, a lot of, I'm just hearing something for the first time. <laughs> you know, I didn't know, would I say, um, for example, the law of attraction and them using scripture, right, or manipulating scripture to kind of get results. And I think hearing you speak, a lot of what I'm hearing is there's a desire to know, there's a desire to know, there's a curiosity. It's almost like every time, and, and it sucks you in. Like, so two things. The first thing is 
the desire in every human being to connect with would i say like a higher power almost like there's something in us mm-hmm. that that um like there's a part of our our being right that is yearning for more than just what meets the eye if that makes sense like we all know that there is a world that exists beyond yes. this because we are made of spirit soul and body and so even though our bodies exist in the world it's like your soul and your spirit know that Mm-mm. There has to be more than this. And so what is crying out is your spirit is crying out for more. And what is supposed to happen is that yearning, right, that we have in our hearts is meant to be filled by the person of Jesus because that is the only person that can satisfy our souls. But what the enemy does is that he makes you believe that this yearning in your heart or this thing that you're experiencing or this curiosity can be satisfied outside of God and so he begins to present things to you that look like God, but are, but are devoid of mm. God completely. He presents himself exactly. as an exactly. So what it is, is, you know, things like, you know, saying, you know, I am, right? And then saying like, you know, you can use the Bible to support it. But it's a thing where like Audrey said, you can't be in the middle, right? You can't, you can't be on both sides. It's either you are for God completely or you're not for him at all. And that's a very hard pill to swallow, right? Knowing that, ah, you know, this is how, but this is just how the kingdom of God works, right? You can't be in, in between. You can't be, you know, um, just enjoying the best of both worlds. I guess it's not Hannah Montana. You get like, you can't do that. So I think um, if anything from Audrey's um, testimonies, one thing is very clear and it's this aside from the fact that you know once you start it's very easy for the enemy to rest pull you in at the same time as he's pulling you in there is still the love of jesus which in the midst of these things is still calling out is still reaching out do you understand it's like literally i still can't get over the fact that it was in the thick of all these things that you still have like these dreams you still have these conversations you still have this thing at the back of your mind telling you audrey leave this thing you know do you get like even though you might not have um would i say listened or um you tried to silence the voice it was always there and that is where god is God is in the still small voice. He's not always in the fire. He's not always in the cloud. Sometimes, right, we think God will have to physically come. Mm. And I think maybe for Audrey sometimes, or and for me as well, like because I, you know, um, this episode was actually birthed out of what I say my experience, right, that I had. Um, and it was only those people that were like in my very close friendship circle that knew this. But I used to be um very big on astrology and the thing is mine was i would just check um um what you call i just knew star signs very very well like that was just the thing my thing but the difference and that's the thing right the difference in my mind was I, i'm not that deep into it i'm just doing this one part do you understand because someone might be listening to this thinking that ah man audrey you went foul me i'm just i'm just out here checking my birthday like you know but yeah where would I say dabbling, right? Dabbling in something, participating in it mm. is still you pledging allegiance to it in some way, shape, or form. It's like if, for example, I'm a member of a church, right? And I only come, or rather, I only visit a church on Easter. 
I only visited the church on my birthday and I only visited the church in on Christmas Day, those three times in the year. People would still associate me with that church. Do you understand? Like, I can't say, if someone tells me, oh, they saw me there, I can't start denying it and say, no, I'm not a member of the church, even though I might not be coming every Sunday, but I eat from their table. Do you understand? And so it's in the same way that even though you might not be fully in it, the fact that you are, would I say, enjoying, quote-unquote, enjoying little aspects of it, it's still you opening up your soul to that thing. It's still you pledging allegiance to the works of darkness. And the reason why I think it's so beautiful that we can have this conversation is just a reminder that no matter how far you've gone, right, God can still pull you out. God can still draw you out. God can still, you know, use your life as a testimony because if I really, really implore you guys to, you know, go to Audrey's YouTube, go to her TikTok and really hear more about this because this episode is for a very limited um, amount of time, right? And I'm even thinking, should we break break it, right? Um, For, you know, would I say for, just for um, the purpose of um, ease of listening and everything. But my point is, um, if you are for God, be 100% for God. And if you are for the enemy, be 100%. There's no in-between. And as time goes on, you know, as we are, would I say, wrapping up our time here on earth, because right now, you know, what people will call this, you know, some people say we're in the beginning of the end, some people will say we're in the end itself. What I do know is we are closer to the end of age than we were many years ago from it. Stupid. Every day we're closer to it. And so it's becoming much clearer that there's no middle ground every day literally proves that there is no middle ground. There's no in between. You are either on God's side or you are not on his side at all. Um, and I pray that we would always be on God's exactly. side. Um, yeah. Um, and I just, I actually just want to add, Moyo, because you touched on something that I think is really significant that um, people need to hear is you said that it's not all god isn't always going to chase you in the fire and the big revelation the big thing but sometimes it's that still small voice that you keep suppressing and the way that i eventually came out of this is i stopped suppressing that voice i think i'd stumbled upon another video um with this guru that i'm talking about and some of the things he was saying i just could no longer ignore this thing that had been building up that I kept trying to suppress. And that night, I remember being unable to sleep 